That's right, kids. It's once again time for Comics in Christ. In today's episode, the hero rides into town. Precious God, be with us today as we celebrate this wonderful event leading towards the cross of salvation. Be with us today, God, as we look at our place in that journey. And to know that although that there are some major key point moments, there are other moments that we don't think of that prepare the way. Precious God, we thank you for all the ways that you have prepared a way to forgiveness for us. And be with us today as we celebrate them. In your son's precious name I pray, amen. I'll remember to look behind me at Paul and the Allers today. As I also turn around and, and talk to you, I want us to think about this celebration. And I'll, I'll give you a, a quick history lesson real quick. As, as the Palm Sunday experience is very much a part of our celebration of what makes us Christians, I'll share with you. And, if, and I'll, I'll have lunch with you and I'll talk over it with you. If you had to ask me what our major holiday is as people of faith, I would share with you that it's Easter. Many of our friends who may not have a place of traditional practice that may not sit and worship every Sunday and listen to the pastor drone on for about 15 minutes and get finally be able to be set free and go home. Many of our other friends may say it's Christmas and, and Christmas is a, is a bright and wonderful day because it's the day that the Savior was born. But for me, in one instance where we celebrate a birthday, the other instance we celebrate a resurrection that conquers sin. So my major holiday and the one that I always look towards the most is Easter because Easter is the one that makes Christ the risen Savior. When we begin our Easter journey, we commonly kick it off with this Palm Sunday account. This is the movie, if you like the old cowboy movies, I'm gonna move a little bit closer no, then Nancy won't see me. Mike, do you care if you don't see me? I got to pick you or Nancy. <laughs> okay. If you remember watching the old cowboy movies, uh, John Wayne or Clint Eastwood rides in the town, and that's a pivotal moment that you know that something different is about to happen. The hero rides in the town, and you know that that person is there to spark some kind of change that's going to make the town better. That's usually where that the cowboy movies start. If we use that same writing scenario, that's where the Easter week service starts. And for many of us, it's where we really start practicing and focusing in on Jesus Christ riding in the town, riding into Jerusalem on the back of his trusted donkey to make a major change take place throughout the world. Today, I want to share with you things on a little bit of a different level, and where I just shared with you, I'm more of an Easter Christmas than a Christmas Christian. I will share with you that we need them both for any of it to happen, and where so many times that we look at the Palm Sunday ex events as Jesus Christ riding into town, becoming the one who is going to spark change for the world, those changes sparked in Bethlehem, the day that Jesus Christ was born. And that journey to the cross started day one. 
I want us to think about something that's hard to see in the moment. And many times we have to look backwards in our lives to see how God is really active. We have key moments that we celebrate. We celebrate the first time that we went to church. And we have that key moment, that marking moment that says, this is the first time that I had an interaction with faith. When I walked down the aisle at Cornerstone Baptist Church as a 14-year-old to receive Jesus Christ as my Savior, that's a key point moment that I can say this was a moment of justifying grace in my life that I had interaction with Jesus Christ and Christ became mine. I can move to the moment at the First United Methodist Church of Bristol, Tennessee, when I sat down in Pastor John Farmer's office and said, I think I want to be a pastor one day. I can mark that down as a key moment. And then moving to California. And then going through candidacy. And then becoming ordained. I have all of these key moments that I can point to just as much as we point to this key moment of Monday, Thursday being a starting point. But many, many things happened to get to that starting point. If it wasn't for Mildred Grindstaff not finding her place in faith, her grandson, Michael Andrew Davis, may have never gone to church. The story started before my key moment. If it wasn't for Jesus Christ preparing me to be in Bristol, Tennessee at a moment looking for an occupation and wanting to be in some place of church leadership and the First United Methodist Church not needing a youth director all in that key moment, I may have never began my journey that has led me to be standing here today. There's so many small moments that come along the journey that gets us to the key moments that we can shout Hosanna in the highest and we know that the story is about to change. Our first prayer exercise today is, I want you to pray over the things that you don't remember. I want you to pray over the small things that took place that put Jesus Christ on someone else's heart so they could introduce you to Jesus Christ. I want you to celebrate maybe the key moment that put you and that special someone in your life in the same room that you met for the first time and now you've been married 50, 60 years. There's so many key moments of celebration, but without the moments of journey to get to that place, those key moments don't happen. Let's be in a moment of prayer for the ways that Jesus Christ, that God prepares pivotal moments. Please be in prayer. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayers. So we see these key moments that Clint Eastwood or the Lone Ranger, John Wayne, rides in the town, and they become the one that can fix the situation. But so very infrequently do we see the preparation that they took to get to that point. We know about the death of Dan Reed that caused John Reed to want 
revenge against Bush Cavendish and he became the Lone Ranger. But we don't know all the times how John Wayne got his shooting skills or how he became the tough hero that rode in the town. Thankfully, we see that as we begin to tie the importance of the birth narrative into the resurrection narrative. We see a young boy that was born to a carpenter. Being born to a person that understands what it means to get their hands into something and to work with something and to shape it to look like something new. We see the image of a young boy being born to Mary and her mothering nature creating the empathy and care that creates the savior we see the story of the one who was lost in the temple far away from his parents and when their his parents finally found him he's there reading from the torah and speaking with authority we see the preparation as the hero goes out to the wilderness to face the villain eye to eye to be tempted and to a point that he knew he could withstand he could withstand temptation we see the story of the hero who pulls his posse together and, and they go on a journey and they travel from town to town preparing each other to become the ref representatives of faith until that this posse rides together into the main streets of town just like the cowboy hero. And we see the hero ready to face his biggest battle. I want us to think about the moments that we have found ourselves at a key moment. The key moment that we decided that church was so important to us that we wanted to be outside at nine o'clock on a Sunday morning celebrating Christ instead of sleeping in or, or reading the paper and having a cup of coffee. The point that we decided that our faith was so important that we decided to take places of leadership either as a member of the finance committee or of SBRC or as a church pianist or as a child care director and talking about what it means to have something so important in our lives that we want to pass it on to other people. We have those pivotal moments where a husband sits down with a wife and says, this is what I want to do. And I got to go to school and spend more money to do that. All of those pivotal moments of preparing that got us to a place that on one Easter morning, we're all sitting together in a backfield shouting, Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest. He is risen. He is risen indeed. I want you to think about the things that give you your identity as the hero in your story. And I want you to pray a prayer of thanks to God for all the steps that prepared you for that. Please be in a moment of prayer. And as you're praying, as I turn around to our dear friends in the cars, I'll make sure I said trustees and Sunday school and that blessing points too. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayers. So, the child was born, 
And because of the relationships he had, he began to form an identity that would help him become the savior. A child is born and he goes through life events that he collects friends, he collects experiences, he collects opportunity, he collects skills and becomes equipped to become the hero of the story. All of those connecting to our cowboy heroes that learn things as farmers or rode into town as sharpshooters with moments of compassion to be the heroes of the story. But unlike the cowboy heroes, here's where our stories start to become different. As we remember that the Lone Ranger always was there to teach everybody the moral and then he disappears and we hear the phrase uttered, where, did, where, where is the masked man? And you hear hi-ho silver and he rides off into the sunset. Or we see John Wayne riding off into the sunset or Clint Eastwood riding off into the sunset. Riding off in the sunset looks a lot different for our hero in this Palm Sunday event because as the hero rides in the town and everybody is waiting for him to make the change, they want to see that change. They want to celebrate it with them. They want to watch the hero ride off in the sunset. But unfortunately, the way things look as they get to that Good Friday experience, as I continue to use the narrative of my favorite cowboy, the Lone Ranger, it looks like Butch Cavanish won and the hero died. And Easter gives us a different view of what winning looks like. Because our hero, although laid in the tomb and nailed to a cross and dying and appearing to everyone of reaching an ending to the story that none of us wanted, you don't see the cowboy movie where John Wayne doesn't win. You don't see the cowboy story that the Lone Ranger doesn't say hi over silver and rides off into the sunset. But within this story, at least stopping the narrative at Good Friday, we see the hero die and we see the town people trying to figure out what's next. Now, thankfully, we are experiencing and living in a next that they didn't know. We know that the hero rides off into the sunset. We know that Jesus Christ conquers sins and death and he rises again from the grave on the third day, but they didn't know it on that day. And on that day, the hero didn't ride off into the sunset, but the hero was placed in a tomb. At this time, I want you to take a moment to pray over your moments of feelings of defeat. And as you pray over them, I want you to say a short moment of gratitude of knowing that even though that Friday may be scary, Sunday morning's coming very soon. Please be in a place of prayer. Thank you, God, for the journey from birth to the cross. Thank you, God, for showing us the growth that you experienced that prepared you to become the hero of the story. And precious God, as we celebrate the blessings of the birth to the cross, we thank you for the miracle of the journey from the cross to the resurrection. In our moments of defeat, remind us that newness is around the corner.
Be with us, God. In your son's precious name, I pray. Amen. This has been a presentation of DWO Podcasting.